keep them coming. Some of you guys are just passive listeners. You're out there, but you're telling friends. Just keep doing it. We really appreciate it. We we try and put our best effort each and every week for you guys. We hope it shows in your earbuds. Get your pot holders ready. We got more hot pot coming up for you, boys. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 41. Guys, subscribe. Leave us five stars. Tell a friend. That's all we're asking for this holiday season. I'm Brandana, and with me, as always, the pod partner you'd love to find underneath the tree. Most awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. I was getting so hyped oh, in here, man, as you me. always do. I bang something. So if you guys hear me, that's uh, not something you falling out of my chair. I just I just whack something in Mad Studios Midwest. Oh man, I love it, brother. How are you doing, my man? Oh, I am excellent. I uh, you know, 25 pounds heavier from Thanksgiving and all Ooh. those delicious treats. And now we're just we're segueing into the Christmas season, brah. That happens, bro. We'll get it tight. Not yet. We'll get it tight. We'll, we'll save it for that resolution business. Yeah, exactly. My beach body is not there. <laughs> All right, guys, we're tackling ripped from the headlines. We're doing NBA scoring frenzy. Mm-hmm. We're doing mad degrees of separation. A fan favorite going head to head again to see who tackles that hour of sour. Then we're mm. going to go ahead hit the Neapolitan showdown. Ugh, most awesome has been waiting to do this. We're doing best breakfast foods. Give me all the breakfast foods, bro. Not take it all, please. Uh, then we'll jump over to the gambling corner. Old Brandana's going to teach you what teasers are. Two-team teasers and three-team teasers. A new way to gamble for this holiday season. A lot of bowl games. <laughs> a lot of money to be won. <laughs> and then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Shall we do it, Most Awesome? Oh, I think with the Hour of Power format, we are bound to give these people the jams. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. Ripped from the headlines, we are talking NBA scoring frenzy. Why are we doing that, brother? We're talking about it because the NBA, we are, we are having an unbelievable scoring surge in the NBA and and we want to talk a little bit about what we think maybe uh the reasons why and, and what's uh what's all of a sudden impacting these uh these high scores so what's the culprit what's going on uh I mean we're kind of facing is it record numbers I mean I, I know they're up there yeah they are up there significantly just to give some context from last Ooh, this season was, to this, this is side. what I was hoping for that's why the town okay. perfect put it in there perspective beautiful um so just to give you some context, last year, Golden State was the highest scoring team in the NBA with a per-game average of 113.5 points per game. Yeah. To give you context, that if that same output, 113.5 points per game, that would make you 10th in the league this year. Ooh. So we are seeing an unparalleled uh, surge in scoring. And we, there's a few things for it. 
that I think we can talk about later on, but um, that they're that they're attributing to this. Now, Golden State is the still the leading scoring team in the NBA. They're averaging about 120 ish points per game. Yeah. Um, can I tackle a couple of the uh, the no shits and then you barrel through those and just be like, let the talent take it from here. I right, so yeah. I, I want to talk. Um, so. Three-point percentage, uh, it's all the rage. It's only getting more popular. It's almost becoming like a strategic plan by these teams. I mean, that's got to weigh on, weigh in for some way, right? Yeah, I mean, the the it's actually funny. The, the, the three-point percentage, the free-throw percentage, and the field goal percentage at the time that we're recording is almost equal in terms of the percentages so i think three point percentages are actually i think they're about 35 percent right now mm-hmm. last year they were about 36 as a league average free throw percent percentage was right at about 77 percent and field goal percentage was right about like 46 percentage points so all of the teams all the nba the league averages are right there about the same but here's the biggest difference free throws are up about two and a half free throws on average per game three-pointers are up two three-pointers per game and field goal attempts are up two almost three field goal attempts a game so overall if we look at this we talk about pace which in the nba is possessions per 48 minutes so Mm -hmm. last year the league average was 97.3 so that means a team would have 97.3 possessions in a 48 minute game well right now we're up at a hundred the league average is 102. Okay, so this um, this to me seems uh, cause and effect. This goes back to like a shot clock, right? Yeah, yeah. So the big 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 impact is the shot clock change. So um, for those that don't that don't know, there's a 24 second shot clock in the NBA, um, and it was throughout any possession. And they've changed it this year that if the team shoots the ball, uh, gets the offensive rebound, so they maintain that possession, yeah. the shot clock typically would have reset to 24 seconds is now only resetting to 14 seconds. So okay. if you, if you think about, there's about, I think an average of, I wrote it down. Now I can't find it. I think it was like 18 offensive rebounds a game. So if you think about all those number of, uh, you know, possessions, that's, yeah. you know, uh, you know, 10 seconds more each possession that they're having. So therein lies the opportunities for three pointers, field goal attempts, yeah. Uh, you name it. So you're getting the ball back up there a lot faster, which right. makes sense. Uh, so I guess look on the other end of the spectrum on what could cause this. Or, I mean, I'm sure it's like a little bit of a pie chart. There's different things weighing into it. I uh, definitely think, you know, shot clock and the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this level of talent better? Yeah, I think I think we're getting better with level of talent. I was thinking about this as we were kind of getting ready in our pre-bro, and I was just kind of thinking about some points, but... Again, this is why, and we talked about like you know if we win if we win that mega millions and we won two billion dollars, what league we'd go into? You know, I'm still waiting for the government to cut me my check. By the way, <laughs> um, basketball is where it is at, where it is at. I mean, I think I was reading a story a while ago where an LSU a former LSU tight ends coach just out of the blue offered Zion Williamson, the the phenomenal freshman out of Duke, just saw him playing basketball and called him up and offered him. Uh, a full ride, not, not seeing anything that he'd done on football or anything like that or, or, or anything, just saw what an incredible athlete he was. And it made me think about, like, Zion 10. So Zion, for those that don't know, 6'7", 285, 40-inch vertical, just a phenomenal freak athlete. I, I, I wonder if guys in the 
early 2000s, maybe they have a harder choice. Maybe they sit there and go, maybe I want to play football. Now I don't know if that's a question anymore with you got all the turmoil surrounding football for just the off the field stuff and the CTE stuff and the fact that these dudes are not getting paid anywhere close to what NBA players are going. The best athletes are now going to start, you know, filing their way toward the NBA, which is going to make a greater product. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so that's that's the big cause and effect that you're talking about right there is it's not necessarily the athlete as a whole is getting better. It's just now once you get in kind of that number one sport prospect, unless people are playing like going to football and you get them over right. to basketball, that just increases the level of athleticism across the board. Therefore, right. like we're scoring more points because we have better athletes. Better athletes, more competition. There's only 450 possible positions in the NBA. That means every year it's a fight to be that best 450 uh, uh, player. In any other profession, in any other life, in any other world, if you're the top 450 in the world, that means you're you're, you're looking at the very 1% of 1%. So it is just one of those things where you're just getting just just the best athletes, the most competitive, the best players possible. All right, real fast, brother, before we show off our map degrees of separations, is this going to continue at this trajectory? And if it doesn't, what eventually slows it down? So I think it's going to because the other rule that we didn't talk about is a big thing that you probably a lot of people have heard but not, maybe not necessarily know what it is. It's called the freedom of movement rule, which is really is, is taken all of the – clutching and grabbing so we talked about marcus morris and and our boy tango fox tried about me tugging on the shorts oh, yeah. and pulling on guys mm-hmm. and stuff like that well they've tried to eliminate all of that so yeah, we, there was we, a lot we, of we try to eliminate that from you also but yes exactly <laughs> no exactly well i gotta i gotta keep my competitive advantage <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how it bears out on the courts uh, once the freedom of movement and it's not just for me on the dance floor sure. either so <laughs> so um, so yeah, so that I think is going to keep it where it's at because no long now you've got you talked about just phenomenal athletes. Well, now I don't as a defender, I don't have the advantage of even trying half slowing them down by by grabbing them, getting a little you know shoulder shove into them or a little you know hook of the waist just to slow them up that fraction of a second. And in the NBA, you know you talk about the game of the game of inches on the football field. Well, the NBA is very much that too. One misstep, one wrong reposition and these guys are flying past you they're bigger they're stronger they're faster they can jump higher they're quicker it's uh it makes for a very tough position for a defender so i don't see it changing unless for some reason adam silver develops a brain tumor and says well let's let's get some of this physicality back into the game i don't see it going that way yeah i think football even kind of paved the way it's just like scoring a bunch of points ain't never hurt shit when it comes to viewership right all right, most awesome. Uh, thanks for the breakdown, brother. As always, the talent coming to play. You just keep getting sharper and sharper. Tighter uh, and tighter, bro. Doing it, brother. Okay, let's jump in on this map degrees of separation. You want to? I want to. I'm so excited <laughs> to give you some some hours. Hour. All right, in map degrees of separation, coming in Ooh. a fan favorite. Uh, <laughs> they, we're getting cute. They keep being cute. Actually, I had I had a little bit of problem on the last one. All right, but we we post them for you guys. Hopefully, uh, you guys are playing along. Let's just jump in there. Uh, Paul George to George Michaels. Yes, sir. How many brother? How many brother? How many you got? So and so and just to to so we're all on the same page. Yeah. We're counting the people in between them, right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not their con- people, Okay. So I have it. People are three things. people. Three people. Oh, nice. Okay. I got four. I got four. I'll start. Ooh. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So Paul George was a pacer while Larry Bird was president of the That's Pacers. That's true. All right. Larry Bird was in Space Jam with Bill Murray. There you go. A little shout back, keeping it mad tight where it needs to be. Bill Murray was in Royal Tenenbaums with Ben Stiller. What's three? Ben yeah. Stiller starred in Zoolander with Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go playing during that famous gasoline fight scene where the whole <laughs> thing goes up in flames. Uh, and that was, of course, by Wham, lead singer being George Michael. That's my point. I like it. I like it. Again, you go cutesy on it. And it, I look and it. it, and, I look and, it. And, and it. And it ruins your ruins your day right <laughs> yeah. here. So here's how I got it. I like got a real three, gasoline. I got real. Fight. I got real handholds. I got real handholds. Oh, here. this is tight. This is tight. This is tight. So right. I got uh, Paul George played uh, last year in, or he's still in Oklahoma City, but he played with one Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony is married to Lala Vasquez, or now Mrs. Anthony. Sure. Lala, if you guys remember is or was a mtv vj mm. in two uh, all the way up until 2003 where she worked with one mr kurt loader mm-hmm. the famed kurt loader of mtv who did in 1990 an interview a sit-down interview with one george michael mm. Mm. that's three bro yeah that's three that is three it always feels it, it feels a little arbitrary right sometimes it feels like three and a half sometimes it feels like a clean three sometimes it feels like a four <laughs> Well, but that's, that what is, I that's what I've been no, I know, the I know, gym, I know. You know? You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. There's three. There's three. All right. Uh, ooh, I'm just actually like the hour of sour, like legit, like frightens me. Like I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want a taste of it. Like I'm trying to avoid. Okay, let's jump on. We're doing Serena Williams to Jason Williams. This right. one I spent some time on. This one took me ooh. a beat. Are you gonna do the scenic seven on us? Um, I'm not on this one. I get it in three. Oh, I dug. I, I dug, brother. What's that? I dug. I dug. You dug? Yeah. Ooh, I did it in. You're gonna hate me, Brandana. I did it in two. Fuck! Oh my god, that was my okay. That's all right though. Shit. But but here's here's what I do. I uh, if if you the last one, I want to see how you do it. Yeah. Um. But I. But do you want me to give you? Like, give me your three. Yeah, I'll give. I'll give it's good. It's good. All right. All right. This is this is bad. I went down a lot of routes, and this is what I got back to. Weirdly, these are two athletes, but I still had to jump into movies to get back to athletes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, was, I love I, it. I love I it. I was really looking to it. All right. So we got Serena Williams with uh, Teresa P. Hansen. Uh, okay. In a 2000 movie called Hair Show. Oh. And, uh, okay. P. Hansen starred in Top Five, a very uh, if it's not underrated or overrated, just a very rated movie. Uh, that was uh, that's Chris Ross movie. Not funny. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart coached Nick Cannon in the 2016 NBA Celebrity All Star Game. And Nick Cannon played in 2018 Celebrity All Star Game with one white chocolate, aka Jason Williams. Ooh, well done, my friend. Yeah. Well done. Not not. Done as well as, uh, as, as <laughs> All I right. did. All right, that's the preview. Um, so Serena Williams was Glamour Magazine's Woman of the Year in 2009, yeah. to which she shared the stage with one Miss Tyra Banks, 
So, Miss Tyra Banks used to date one Chris Weber. I'm going back to the dating tip or mm-hmm. marriage tip. Yeah. Chris Weber, or they dated in 2002, 2004, to which he probably attended many a Kings game. White Chocolate, Jason Williams, was Chris Weber's point guard during that famous run, the Joie de Vivec mm. years. So I got it in two, my friend. Mm. I'm just scrolling through and just trying to find shitty tv shows for you to watch here <laughs> i'm just i'm feeling it right now i don't know i don't know, I, I don't know. we, we don't know what we decided on uh let's go to the last one we'll figure it out because uh, okay so let's drop the last one this is this is right in here for our listeners you know what i you know what you deserve the credit on this why don't you drop it to them <laughs> so we went with uh saint patrick uh to patrick mahomes and my friend how'd you get there this is a tough one. This is tough as shit. We were trying yeah, it to was, challenge it, it was tough. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack your ass up. And um, I did a scenic seven on this one. I <laughs> did a scenic seven. I, I can believe it. I was thinking about maybe doing like the scenic 72. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, are you, I, what, what do you got? I want to hear your scenic All right, all right. Let me, let me take you down the windy roads. And if you feel like you at least deserve 15 minutes of hours sour, then you'd be honest. All right. Okay. St. Patrick... St. Patrick, folklore-wise, the snakes. He, he, yeah, he drove all the uh, the snakes. I'm gonna say it again: the snakes out of Ireland. Yes, he all did. Right. That's right. Snake was the main prop of Jake the Snake in the WWF. <laughs> I like it. I like. Ooh, this is good. All right, all right, all right. You're you're playing ball. You're still playing ball. I, uh, I, I no, was like, is... I, I was like, if I give my boy MA over that hurdle, like, yeah, smooth sailing. All right. So, Jake the Snake wrestled The Undertaker at WrestleMania 8. Undertaker wrestles The Rock in uh, just a non-sanctioned showdown in 1999. The Rock, and I'm not going where everyone thinks I'm going. We're not going to. Friend, fan of the podcast, Mark Wahlberg, executive producing of Ballers. We're not doing that. The Rock won a national championship playing football at the University of Miami. Miami. University Sorry. alum Alan Bailey is a defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, and I like it. Teammate two, one and only MVP of the year, fan favorite of this podcast, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Scenic you seven. You calling that MVP already? You calling that MVP already? Scenic seven. You know what's crazy is like, oh, really? If if we don't get off like the uh, the MVP. Isn't it crazy? Like two of the probably top three MVPs would be like uh, guys that didn't start at their position for their team last year. Patrick Mahomes, James Conner, like James yeah. Conner has oh. to be in the conversation. Yeah, good, good call. Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a telemathic throw. He won't win it, but that's a good call. That he he, he won't, but he should be up there. So mine, I like how you did it. So. Um, so yeah, so getting to St. Patrick was tough. <laughs> it uh, was tough. Like you were just like, am, was, am I am I studying like patron saints? Like how I do know. I like how do I do this and not be like sacrilegious? <laughs> like it was just like right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got there. I could have gone super cutesy, and uh, and got there in one, um, because when St. Patrick was canonized, he went up to heaven and touched Jesus. Jesus came down from heaven and graced ability to one Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I could have gone that way. I, th- but I, I thought about that. I thought about that. So I, I got that. it in one, two, three, four, four oh, or five, depending on yeah. how you look at it. Oh. Uh, 
So St. Patrick, there was a movie called St. Patrick Irish Legend, which starred one Patrick Bergen with also Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell, if you guys don't remember, was Terrence in uh, another Mark Wahlberg produced uh, show. Entourage. Oh, oh my God. All, okay. all roads lead I, through I, Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to say this. Every time you fold Mark Wahlberg into Madrigal's separation, it's a bonus point. It's just a bonus yeah, point. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he obviously was the, the father, the, the rival of Ari, uh, but also the father of Sloane. Uh, Sloane um, was dating and in a relationship with E, with Eric. And in the Entourage, not the TV show, but in the movie, E and Tom Brady played a round of golf. Tom Brady, last uh, in week six of this last year, uh, faced head-to-head with one Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Mm. Ooh, my Scenic 7 was nice, though. Scenic 7 was nice. I had Snake as a prop. Bonus, you get a bonus point. I, I do. I'm going to give me a prop. I would have given it to you if it said St. Patrick drove all the snakes into the arms of Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> sure, yeah. I would have liked that. Yeah. I thought about something. It's just like, you know, like. Uh, so, okay. Here's what I was, here's what I was looking for. Uh, I'm going to go with a season one. I think there's only one season. Hmm. It's a business insider listed as the number five worst show of all time. It's called Work It. Uh, It's a show that is uh, dreadfully tasteless, poorly acted, and abdominally written. looks like basically uh, two dudes who kind of have to dress up as women to earn uh, roles in the workplace. Uh, Should trend well with both our, our female audience and our male audience. You gotta go. You sure. gotta watch uh, an hour of sour of work it. Oh, is that two episodes? Is this bosom buddies? It's like bosom buddies, except I I don't. It's I don't like know. classless. It's not. It's, it's not. yeah. And it it's doesn't like, have hey, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so they're half an hour or hour episodes. All right, uh, fuck it. That, that's on me. You have to research. I think they're sitcom. I think they gotta be a half hour. Yeah, sitcom like implies. Or, or you could just happen. listen to an hour's worth of Missy Elliott work it. Just on a continuous loop. <laughs> Just simultaneously listening to that over it. Well, there's a theme right. song. Uh, all right, that has been the Mad Degrees of Separation. Send us your guys' thoughts at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Come up with what we need to connect. Uh, we'll drop these on social media, on the gram. My boy, MA, lets you guys know what we're going to be hitting. Uh, so each time it's about to come up, you'll see it a couple days beforehand. And think about it. Like hit a little pause button and let us know how fast you get there. Uh, all right, yeah. we'll jump in. Or how to... you got there? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to know how fast and and the, and the route you took. Give us show us a little scenic seven. <laughs> it's it's fun. Sometimes it's nice <laughs> to just take a, take a nice breeze of the countryside and get from Jason Williams to Rainy Williams. All right, um, let's go to that jam. Neapolitan showdown. It's high noon, motherfucker. This is. This year, this is a little bit of your angle, your take, something you enjoy. <clears throat> I'm ready to step up to the plate to see what I can do. We are talking best breakfast foods. I'm not a breakfast right. guy. Everyone that knows me knows I shut on breakfast, eggs, two thumbs down. I do not like them from my head down to my legs. Uh, but we will we'll <laughs> battle it out. We'll battle it out. I will um, I'll take the ball out real fast. Yeah, yeah you will. Uh, my first breakfast is, it gets better, as they do, 
But uh, in the three slot, my first one I want to mention is I, I do a little bit of hash. If I have to eat breakfast, I, I get in little zones once every three years while I cook my breakfast. I will uh, dice up onions, bell peppers, a little potato, and a little bit of like chicken sausage or bacon. And I'll make that into a nice little hash, pour Tabasco sauce on it. That's a, it's a, it's a little hash breakfast, a little hash breakfast. That's my number three. I like it. I like it. I like it. A little, you know, just a little kind of bachelor style. Yeah, cook it for sans, yourself. Yeah. Yeah, omelet sans, sans all the, you know. The <laughs> That's egg. exactly what it is. It's like make me an omelet <laughs> with no eggs, please. Like copy that. Exactly. Yeah, can you take the omelet and sub eggs for more ham <laughs> or bacon, please? Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Um, I like it. It's a good one. I'm going to go with the number three. Um, we've, we've shared this dish. Uh, I don't think I, we, actually, I think you had it when we just went out to breakfast. I'm going to go Ooh. with biscuits and gravy. Mm. It's an excellent little dish. If you get the, if you get the sausage in there, you get the gravy and you get a little sprinkling, a little smattering of, uh, delicious, maybe a little pepper, a little seasoning on it. Why are you, why are you looking so upset? Is this your number one? It is my number one. This oh, like legit. Bro. This legit happened. Like this had never happened to us, and now it's happening. It happens twice in twice like, in three a couple episodes. weeks. What's up? It's a twice in a few weeks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, bro. in a couple episodes. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm one hundred percent with you. So I will give you uh. All right, let's debate business and gravy right now. Bring what top three things about biscuits and gravy. I'll bring top three things about biscuits and gravy. We'll see who who battles it out. Let's go right now. This okay. is a new thing that right. happens. What what do you got? First off, uh, you got to have the the gravy has to be the the right temperature and consistency. You can't mm. have it too runny. You can't yep. have it too thick. And sometimes when you get biscuits and gravy, they can get a little cold. So you got to have the the temperature of the gravy. Yeah, you're genius. Yep, hundred percent. I I will battle back. I'll keep temperature of the gravy uh i'll go the cheaper the gravy the better don't get cute is one of these things much like your green bean casserole we both know i am a fan of thanksgiving there's some things yes. you just don't fuck with the cheaper you can make that the better as soon as you start throwing in things like like bacon bits or just like you're fucking with that gravy a little bit like just black pepper give it to me from a gas station i'm thumbs up here let me ask you this yes i know you said you said me. it before what if you got just like a little bit of that heat almost like a Almost like that mm. red pepper flake, just mm. to get a little bit of that mm. heat in there. Mm. And I don't know if I have to be it. I'm just trying to explain the oh, the yeah. temperature into what you what you're sizzling into. Oh, yeah. Now you gotta get you gotta get it's gotta be a sausage gravy, and you gotta get oh, the yeah. crumbles of the sausage. That's yes. my number two. Yep. You gotta get that that protein in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and, a, and it's it, a health dish. It's a health dish. It, it is. <laughs> it's right. It's for it's for the the uh, the podcasters on the go. The athletes on the go, it's the staple of their breakfast. So you've yeah. got to get that that sausage crumble in there. I will accept some other crumble, but sausage is the ideal meat that goes in biscuits and gravy. Got to be sausage. Uh, got to be sausage. Got to be the crumble. I, and I'll yeah. say if there's a big thing that can't be overlooked, it is the first thing in the title for a reason. Your biscuits can't be jankity. You got to come strong yeah. with the biscuits. They got to be good, fluffy like cuttable biscuits too. What's what's worse than getting biscuits biscuits and gravy and then you have to like kind of like saw through the biscuit and like really yes. kind of break that up? It's just like that ruins the dish. It's either if they're too hard and you're mm-hmm. gonna saw it, or if they get too mushy, right? Yeah. They gotta be flaky. They gotta hold they can't just soak up all the gravy and just become no. a mush ball. They gotta hold it almost like um 
like you know it's 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 they're just kind of cupping that gravy and they're just giving you a little bread bowl to go with it that's what it is it's a little bread bowl to go to bring that gravy up to you yeah and the last one i think uh that i gotta go with is you have to have that most your consistency like it can't venture off into the sweet territory like you do not yes. have the right to like add different ingredients like uh, i think we're talking a little bit but it, it can't be sweet it can't be like it's got to be right up that middle alley of just like peppery that's it exactly 100 percent savory dish get the fuck out of here with your cutesy get the fuck out you of know here. get the fuck out and 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 i know you don't like it but i always like to mix the eggs in a little bit it's uh yep. it's kind of right. like my mashed potato theory yeah. but i know if i, I know you, you know just know got fucked up score. on that you know who keeps score yeah, fucked up. yeah all right exactly. brother uh well right now obviously you have to be in the driver's seat we ran into a situation we still have to figure out when the number three because number one uh i will drop um so that that burned through my two why don't you drop me your two right now so just so we can hear it uh oh my number two so i i'm gonna go with french fucking toast baby french Mm. toast is an excellent breakfast dish Mm -hmm. it's hard to mess up and uh it's delicious it's just very simple it's bread it's uh i know you beat the egg you dip it in the egg you yes. grill it. You get a little cinnamon going, a little yeah. powdered sugar, works, yeah. and some syrup. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, Dude, it's a uh, it's a little okay. So this ties into a big thing on you give me shit for not liking breakfast, but ties into what I don't like about it is number one, there's eggs, which I hate, and number two, there's it's either eggs or it's just like a piece of cake, like for breakfast. It's just like I I don't quite understand why we're either like eating a dessert or we're eating an egg. Like and that's the only thing you're gonna have for breakfast and. That French toast is a little too, little too sweet and rich for that early in the morning. That's my take. Yeah, exactly. It's not an everyday breakfast. It's a go out there. Hey, it's a heart. Here's the thing: you're super hungover. Yes. You lie down and you go and you go to um, your corner diner or something like that. Getting that big old kind of six or seven, you know, slices of bread just to soak up all the la- the late night partying that you had. Get a little syrup going. Yeah, you know, have you earned this French <laughs> toast? Syrup. Probably not. Probably oh, yeah, not. Are, 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 uh, real quick, are you a breakfast cooker or a breakfast receiver? Oh, I receive the shit out of some breakfast, but I will cook <laughs> it as well, too. I all will right, cook right. it. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. You seem, yeah, you seem like a little uh, take care of the doctor, Miss Kamish. Like, oh, yeah, little... I try to. I, I take care of the girls. Uh, here's the thing is, is I do, unless you're going to a place like the Griddle, I like French toast, and I'll, I know it's going to cost some uproar over pancakes. I like mm. it. I think it's better. And if uh, and 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 waffles, get the fuck out of here with those waffles. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it, it just yeah. sobs up all the, the 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 syrup. It's hard to spread the butter out on it. And uh, <laughs> come on, I, I, pro tip for everyone out there that's listening: Hala French toast is. Un- unbelievable. I throw it down. Uh, I'll go with my number. We fucked up this score. Okay, so right now I will have to say like, what's your number two? Would you say your number uh, two? Yeah, was? yeah. You have a number one. You have a number one going. I'll drop my number two. So number, you have the number one. I, I like French toast. So I'm gonna deduct it a little bit. I gotta drop my number one. So I'm gonna put me. So your number one has overtake my number two. I'm gonna put you at a plus like $14 because if you're playing that or if you're paying that over breakfast you're spending money incorrectly uh, I'm going to come out of the gate with my number two being a chicken biscuit from Chick-fil-A that say is, that again 
Uh, Say that again. Chicken biscuit from Chick Fil A. That is. Ooh, okay. Breakfast at its fun, and you know, uh, it's a little, it's a, it's a little heater. I sleep a little bit because no one thinks, no one thinks chicken for breakfast. And Chick Fil A could have easily been like, no, there's no way we fucking guys. Did you not hear us? We only do chicken. Who eats chicken for breakfast? And I totally agree with that. I mean, there's the chicken waffles, which never got into because I don't like right. mixing my sweet and my savory. Yep, chicken yep. biscuits like you. directly on point. I mean, it's about a, like gonna hit you three dollars in the pocketbook. Makes you feel warm inside. It's nice. There you go. I've seen it in the South where they put honey on chicken and biscuits, and it is abhorrent. It is disgusting. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm with you on that. Here's the deal. I'm not. What's the deal, uh, bro? What's the for deal? For a sandwich, the for a sa- here's the yeah. deal. Uh, for a sandwich, for a breakfast sandwich, the the biscuit is too crumbly. I don't like the biscuit. Give me the muffin, like the Egg McMuffin. Now, mm. there's a sandwich. Except a sausage Egg McMuffin, that that uh, English muffin is a much better, you know, way to facilitate the the, the, the sausage and the egg and cheese to your mouth. Yeah. The, the chicken and biscuit, it's getting so crumbly. If you're if you're on the go, like I know my man Brian Dana is, you're on the <laughs> subway, right. Right. You're got, you got that Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwich that's not really a breakfast sandwich, you get it in your mouth, you're eating it, you're getting it all over, all over your, your, your clean suit because we know he's dressed fresh to death. Mm, all, and, and you're stinking up the subway too. Everyone's going, man, come on. Laying it Eat on, that on the sidewalk. Laying it on thick. Thick like a chicken biscuit. <laughs> Um, man. All right, let's run her down real fast. Recap the audience because it always gets a little fucked up when one shows up on the other one's list. Uh, yeah. my my three to one. I had hearty breakfast with my hash. Uh, it's basically an omelet with no egg. I got Chick Fil A biscuit at two, and I have my top spot at biscuits and gravy. Go, brother. Oof. So there's so many. I mean, I could do. A, I could run on for days with this consolation bracket, but I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna keep it clean. I'm gonna go with like a Western omelet. I know you hate eggs, mm. Brandana, but mm. this is for the people. I'm a I'm a potter for the audience, mm. so I'm going with a Western omelet because it gives us all all the little flavors in there. You've got some vegetables, you got mushrooms, onions. Sometimes they spice it up, get a little bit of spinach in there. Ooh. You get usually a meat component, some cheese, and wrap all that up. You usually get a side of hash browns, a little hint of Tabasco. You get that all swirling around. That's just a fucking hearty breakfast. I'd rather. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm trying to throw down these scores, and it was just like, you called out the crumbly biscuit. I wasn't excited about your French toast. You did hit like my number one with your number three. You did sell it, and then I think you come out of the gate with the one egg dish I would hit, which is the Western omelet. We're gonna have to go Neapolitan showdown victory two most awesome. Well done, brother. Well done. You know your breakfast. I look forward to the next time I'm hanging out there, and it's just like, I mean, I remember waking up, but I don't remember a hot omelet in my face. Hey, put me in a little car. You're like, oh, these girls have to take a nap eventually. Then a nap happened. I thought it was good. It was bad. I was, ah, I missed you already, brother. All right, um, there you go. Miss let's you, bro. jump into the gambling corner, shall we? I love it. Let's bring them to your jam, bro. All 
right, guys, we're doing two and three team teasers. Basically, we're going to sum up what a teaser means and how it affects kind of betting. Here's what the score is on teasers. Um, this is for the layperson, so we're going to break it up from the top and bring it to the bottom. Most often, you jump in if not if I'm losing anywhere, but just where the where I might be overlooking something that a casual better want to hear. So uh, teasers, I are, got you. Teaser basically. Uh, so we'll start with the two team teasers, which is you pick two teams and you can adjust the line by six points. What that means is, and this is all going to sound too good to be true. And then by the end of this explanation, I'll let you know why it is not. So let's say I'm looking at the New Orleans Saints right now. I like the Saints. They're favored by nine points. I'm looking at the Vikings. I like the Vikings that are favored by 14 points. These are two separate games. So it's, uh, it's Saints playing the Panthers. It's Vikings playing the Bears. So what I want to do is I think nine's a little hefty, so I don't want to bet just the spread against that. But also I don't want to bet the money line because the money line is not going to pay a lot. Money line minus nine means I'm going to bet around like $600 on the Saints to $100. That seems a little steep. So what I'm going to sure. do is I'm going to link it to another team in a teaser. So sure. I can so I can affect these lines by six points. So I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to move the Saints line by six points. So now they don't have to cover nine anymore. They have to cover three. I pair that teaser with the Vikings. They no longer have to cover 14 by the Bears, but they have to cover eight. So now I move both those lines down by six points, and that is my teaser. So the teaser. So works. how do you? Go ahead, brother. How do you get to? How do you get to choose the amount you get to lower it to? I, it's, or is it? It's set. It's set. Like it's gotcha. like that's okay. like basically uh, if you have a two team teaser in football, it's set by so minus six would be minus one ten to win one hundred, minus six and a half, which is a little bit of bump, would be minus one twenty to win one hundred. So you're paying a little bit more of the premium, a little bit more like on the vig, in case you lose, like you lose that much more money to make you decide which way to go. Sure. So, sure. Okay. I, I, like, everyone listening is going to be like, holy shit, this sounds a lot like a parlay. And this is where everything changes. It does sound like a parlay, but it's not a parlay because you do get adjusted to the line, which sounds, like, super powerful. And it, it is amazing, but it's also both these things have to happen because you're no longer, like, in a two-team parlay, you would bet 100 to win 300. In this part, in this, this isn't parlay, this is a teaser, you're betting 110 to win 100. So both things these Ooh. things have to happen. And so that's where it changes a little bit. You do get to move them both by six, but both these have to go down or you win nothing. Right. So really what you're looking at it, if you had Saints minus nine and you said Vikings minus 14, yeah. right? Is that what you had? Yeah. So really what you're thinking is you're like, I think the Vikes will win by 10 or, you know, and I think the Saints will win by a touchdown, but I don't feel confident enough to bet that or, or, or I'm just trying to figure out a way to bet that. So if I tease them together, I can get those points, and then I can get a little bit of, better of a payout. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. The the payout's not necessarily better because you have to. You're trying to look for the same payout, but you're linking more things against it. So what you will see is like this is very. And and Vegas has it figured out. This is this is equivalent to basically, if there are two teams you really love that were favored by six and a half points. Like betting those individually, it would be like negative, you know, like negative 250 for them to cover. But if you link right. those together, this is equivalent to putting both in kind of like a money line parlay. 
So right. that's okay. kind of what you're doing with a teaser is you're like kind of pulling them down. And the three team teaser steps it up like three team teaser. Now you're looking at 10 points and you get affect three lines by 10 points. So let's say we love these saints minus nine. We love these Vikings minus 14, not at where they're at, but we're like, uh, they're probably going to win out. Right. And then maybe right. there's, there's a, or yeah, the Vikings versus the bears. And then we like the lions versus the Buccaneers. But the the lions are a six point dog, right? So now it, it goes both ways, right? So now I take these. So now it's a three team teaser, which means I still bet one hundred and ten to win one hundred, and all these things, three things have to happen. But I can still adjust each line by ten. So that gotcha. So now it's now it's the Saints are plus one, yep. right? At this point, exactly. And then the Vikes are minus four. Yep. And then the the you said the lions were a six point dog or a six point dog right six point dog yeah so then now it's plus sixteen plus sixteen so it's like they they just don't have to get the doors blown off them yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah and and really but so so unlike a so with a three team parlay because all of them have to hit exactly the way that they line it up the probability of that happening increases so you know you're now you know one hundred wins you. Seven or eight hundred now in that situation, probably. With the three team parlay. With the three team parlay, yeah. With yes, with the parlay, yeah. So yeah, a, a three team parlay like uh, pays out eight to one. Eight to one, gotcha. So you're yeah. But your so you're, teaser, you're, but your teaser still pays out like one to one, a little less than one, one to one. one. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so the so the biggest advantage is for the teaser then is is just affecting that line and you feel like, Hey, all these guys, you're basically, you're basically compiling them to get a better chance on a money line than you would all three of them. Right. That's what the teaser's for. Yeah. I mean, cause you can still do like a three team, like money line parlay on them. But you like, I, what I would, what I pull focus to, you're absolutely right. What I would pull focus to is number one, this is nicknamed the sucker bet for a reason. It sounds sexy and spin like, one year gambling with three team 10 point teasers and you would be amazed just look at the nfl right now like right we we always define it as like minesweeper because there's always like one seven point favorite that's going to lose outright and that's fucking up every teaser across the board it's really hard to find three favorites to pull down that can consistently do it so it's, right. it's so eventually you'll see like yes you can do like the money line but what you don't want to do is handcuff unless you're completely confident, like handcuff yourself to like one team because games just get fucking weird. So if you handcuff yourself to one team and that team loses, then you're losing across the board. And it's the same thing with the teaser. And what sucks with the teaser also is you're not playing for as much money. So with a parlay, like a parlay, even if it's a money line parlay, at least you're playing with like a little bit more cash on the table. Right. Hey, and I will, I will dog ear this a little bit too. I would really, really pay attention to the value of moving a line three points from plus one to like negative two is a lot fucking less than moving a line from like five points to like negative two. So pay attention to that, right? Because like there's a lot of NFL games that are decided by a field goal. So having a team involved in your in your parlay that's moving it from like like negative three to plus two or or if you're in that if you're that one range like maybe negative four like those 
think about how scores end. And there's, it's very rarely a score ends and just like a team wins by two or something. Like the difference between right. like four and a half and three and a half is a lot more valuable than the difference between like zero or one and a half and one and a half to one. Right. Makes sense because, yeah, like you said, just the way that the, you know, it's sevens and threes is how you score. And yeah, I, rarely, yeah. you know, you're going to win by a, a safety or anything like that. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really funny. Like, I, I think the extended extra point has made gambling a little bit more exciting. And I don't sure. necessarily mean exciting, like, in a good way. But it's still, like, it, it's amazing to think, you know, moving from plus one and a half to negative one and a half is that's a, that's a three point move, right? But that kind of doesn't mean like jack shit. If you're moving the line that way, you already think the team you're betting on is going to win. So right. don't look at those teams. Like do those teams on a separate bet. The teams you want to pull into like your, if if you're going to do like teasers, get value on moving that. Like move a team from eight down to like two. Right. Don't don't right, right, right. don't do those little things where you're just kind of like flipping it. Yeah. Interesting. Excellent. So now we want to talk. Is there? There's a second bet that we wanted to talk about, right? No, I think I think we hit the three. Like it was just uh, it was just the two two uh, two team teasers and three. Oh, team I'm teasers. sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, gotcha. No. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so all then, good. so so if you had your druthers, then Brandana. Uh, sure. Do do you take parlays then, or do you take these teasers? I, I'm not what, a big. Uh, I, yeah, I think it circles back to an earlier episode we were talking about where it's just like, what kind of gambler are you? And there's some gamblers that, you know, you're okay burning through, like, $50, $100, like, going for the big, like, $600, $700 parlays. This is a it, – it's tough in the NFL, but what you want to do is you want to use teaser to, to your advantage late in the season when there's two teams that you know are going to win and those lines are a little high. I, 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 I bet a teaser probably once every four weeks, five weeks – I reserve it for two home favorites that are going to win, but the lines are a little out of control. Uh, I, I don't know the timing on this, but there was an Arizona Cardinal Chiefs game that happened, and this is a perfect example of it. 17 and a half points is high as fuck for an NFL team to cover. Like no matter who you sure. are, like I don't remember seeing like one this big. But all of a sudden, you you know you put that in a teaser and you get it down to eleven. You put it in a three team teaser with like an Alabama in college, like college game, and you get it down to like where you think the Chiefs are going to win by like just over a touchdown. Like that that becomes very doable. So it, when teams really kind of figure out who they are and you know what they're playing for, you know what's going to happen. Sometimes what happens is it goes back and forth. Vegas just got killed in week. I think it was week nine, right, brother? Like Vegas went yeah. through one of the worst Sundays they ever went through. And so now what they're going to do is they're going to spike all those favorites. All those favorites are going to get an extra like half point, one point to try to detract like just the casual money from betting on it. So that's the time you want to You're like, okay, well, I think the teams are going to win. These lines are a little bloated. This would be a good time to tease. Let me bet right. kind of two teams I know are going to win. Like, I, th- I think there was one time in Week 10 also is, like, Chargers and Raiders. Chargers and Raiders, like, we'll see if this happens after the fact. But uh, <laughs> they're eventually going to figure out the time. But I, but I think, I think it would, like, this would be a f- perfect time to do a Chargers-Raiders, Chiefs-Cardinals, like, six-point, like, parlay. And just pull yeah. that back to 11. Pull that back to, like, I think four. And just, like, you know, let them, let Chargers win by, like, you know, nine let the Chiefs win by 10, and I collect your money. 
Right. So yeah. So it's one of those things where you're just sitting there and you're just you're just you're cat you're waiting on the on in the sidelines and you you've got this teaser in your pocket and you're just waiting and you're like okay I'm just gonna kind of watch and monitor these lines. So like teaser is probably week one, probably not a great idea, right? Because you really don't know what the teams are, or what's going on. You want to reserve this maybe a little bit later into the season so you get a good sense of who these teams are. Yeah, that's that's a great point, most awesome. Yeah, it's it's really reserved for like week one is. This reserve for when Vegas and everyone has kind of figured out what's going on. So you're just like, fuck. You're like, I want to bet on something. Like, these lines are too high. It doesn't make sense. Also, like, you know, like, let's go back to that Cardinals, that Cardinals Chiefs game. Like, that money line, to just bet the money line on the Chiefs is going to be, you know, it's going to be around $1,100 to 100 bucks. That's not right. worth it. That's not, that's not worth right. it. And it's also, do you want to watch it and like try to watch them cover like, you know, 16 and a half, 17 points? Like that's not worth yeah. it. So it's like, it's a way to make these games that are just like, that's worth it. And also like, let's not ignore the dog aspect too. If there's a dog you like, but you're just like, fuck, you know, like, uh, I don't know if like six points really entices me. Like you think they have a shot, but you're just like, that could get a little dangerous. Like throw that in your teaser, you know, give them 12 points. And just like, if it's a shootout, it gets close. It's those fucking, it's those EFC North games, right? Like those games are right. always going to be within fucking three points. So you right. might as well just like take, take the, the Bengals, take the Steelers, take the Ravens, take those extra six points and just the crazy thing. And I'll end with this. Unless you have more questions. The crazy thing is you could literally bet if this makes sense to you, like you could bet a teaser against opposite teams on the same game and still win. So let's say, mm. let's say the let's say the Lions are playing the Vikings. Vikings are right. favored by three. I could tease that game on both sides. I could take the Vikings and tease it down so the Vikings are plus three, and I could take the Lions. And I could take the Lions and tease it like plus nine. So right now, like if the Vikings win by like two or one, like win on both sides. I mean, it's sure. basically like you get paid off more a little bit because you can actually there's options to kind of like sharpshoot those scores. And there's a uh, there's I we haven't gotten into it yet. We'll save it for our second year potting when we talk about middling. <laughs> <laughs> but there's middling to where you bet early, you bet late, and then you just kind of land in the middle, and then you protect your ass on both sides and you just like hit if like this little cluster of points hit. Did that make sense, brother? Yeah, no, it does. It, it's definitely like of all the, the bets that we talked about, the teaser is definitely like the sniper shot. Like you're just waiting in the wings, you're looking to strike. And when the lines kind of just get a little movement where you think, okay, this is a tool in my tool belt. This is not the traditional, you know, points or just money line bets. Um, I don't want. I don't like just pissing money away by throwing a, a small bet on a big bet to hopefully pay out. I like to get money. I and and yeah, I'm not winning a ton of money, but you know what? I'm really kind of taking control on this, and I'm I'm waiting for that that right opportunity to kind of move that line to what I think is a more favorable opportunity. Yeah, what I'll end with. Yeah, it's it's a bet that looks super tempting because whenever you're just like, oh, I, I can move two lines by six points, like it's just like fuck yeah, like I'm gonna win all the money in the world, and then you right. really you really start to see like how inconsistent some of this shit happens. Right. Cool, brother. Uh, should we do our fucking MVPs of the week? 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. You want you want you want to lead it off there, Brandana? I'll oh. let you lead it off, bro. Yeah, I actually I, I don't I don't have one. Otherwise, you could do it. Do you have yours? Oh yeah, I uh, I do. Actually, I was gonna go. Um, I was gonna keep it in house. I was gonna go with uh, with our audience out here for sticking with us for 41 episodes. I also want to tip a little little uh, cap to our our man Brandana, who is. Uh, Every week goes out there grinding, editing, putting all the post work together on these podcasts. And uh, where are you at, Brandana? Where have you been at for the last little bit, bro? Oh, brother, I appreciate it. I think we're going to run away from that, and then we're going to come right back into it. So my MVP of the week is definitely um, M.A. This is a little secret for you guys, but uh, my boy, you know, like uh, he's crushing at his game, raising two girls, has another kid on the way, and took time. To work with my schedule on shit I had to do. Uh, <laughs> I went over to Africa f- for three weeks. Uh, we're recording this. This is, I guess we're telling them now. Because next week will be the first uh, live pod when I'm back. But uh, yeah, so we did three weeks. But I, I did three weeks in Africa. But before we did that, he took time. And what is this? This is, we're sitting, we're sitting somewhere. Let's just tell him. It's, it's November 8th. I leave That's next right. week. We're recording together. But we've done... Like a legit like six pods over the last like twelve days or something. It's right. it's some just been... it's some number like that. <laughs> pod. That's why we sound so sharp. We sound so sharp. Exactly. We're tight as fuck right now. <laughs> Guys, um, if if you don't like this, it ain't gonna get tighter. I'll tell you that right, it ain't right. gonna get better. But that's the thing is, is we wanna keep bringing that hot, spicy pod each and every week for you guys because we know you're out there. We love that you're listening. Some of you guys are, are super active out there on social media. Yeah. MAB underscore sports for instant and Twitter. Some of you guys are super active with the emails. We love it. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, yeah. Keep them coming. Some of you guys are just passive listeners. You're out there, but you're telling friends. Just keep doing it. We really appreciate it. We, we try and put our best effort each and every week for you guys. We hope it shows in your earbuds. Get your pot holders ready. We got more hot pot coming up for you, boys. And guys, I, yeah, I was under the tip. Like, I won't stop. Like, it's you know, sometimes a friend will tell us in passing, and we we won't try to reflect too much. It's, it's such a dramatic shift uh, from episode forty-two, when it's just like four weeks later, I'm actually talking to you. But it does mean a lot. Like, right. sometimes friends will say in passing, and it's just like, ah, like we listen to the pod. Like, and we we it's not that we forget about it, but just it does mean a lot. It means a lot. Like, we're just kind of like. You guys, I know he's got to get up early. I got to get up early, and that's that's not looking for sympathy at all. It just means like we do really enjoy dropping this to you guys, and it means so much to you guys. Listen, all right. Well, um, fuck, dropping on that hit. Might as well be a <laughs> might as well be a parenting tip going into fucking right, exactly. like the Apollo showdown. No, it's not. Guys, okay, well, uh, send us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Let friends know. Please subscribe on iTunes. Leave us five stars unless you missed the four stars. That's right. We still remember that. We know you're listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, I am Brandana, and with me, the talent as always. Why don't you sign yourself off, brother? I forgot about one of my favorite breakfasts, which is green eggs and Mab. Glamour. Runway. 